What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Denver Sports Podcast. We are presented by Breckenridge Brewery. As always, check out the Broncos Country Pale Ale from Breck Brew this month. If you don't know where to get it, check out their beer locator online, breckbrew.com. Just type in their zip or your zip code. Shows you exactly where to get Breckenridge Brewery no matter where you are. On today's the Denver, the Denver Sports Podcast, uh, I'm joined by Susie Hunter from Harrison. DNVR Rockies. Hello. Obviously, we're, we're talking about Todd Helton. But I, I figured that's what the topic was. Yeah, super yeah. excited. Like I said right before we went live, he's my whole personality right now. He is your whole personality. Um what do you mean by that exactly? I have just, ever since we got this news, I've been so excited about it. But also, you know, all the lead up to it, it was getting real stressful. I thought it was going to be really close. Yeah. So it's just kind of, all my eggs have been in this basket. So I'm glad it went the way it did for me. And I think it's huge for Rockies fans right now. Absolutely. I mean, Todd Helton makes the Hall of Fame earlier this week. Second Rocky to go in after Larry Walker went in a couple of years ago. My first question for you. Mm-hmm. Did you think he was going to get in? <laughs> I thought he was going to get in, but I was very cautiously optimistic. I thought it was going to be really close. I thought it was going to be by like a vote because mm-hmm. he was just 11 votes shy last year. Right. And uh, I I thought he was a, a just a, a shoe in to get in. And then all of a sudden, all these voters started dropping him from their ballots where they'd previously voted for him. That made me nervous. I was like, you know, I think he's still going to get in. I think it's going to be like a vote. Uh, And it was not that close. He ended up with uh, just under 80% of all those voters. Yeah, The voting process for Hall of Fames in every sport, it feels like there's something wrong with every every process in every sport. Like Bill Simmons always talks about if he was the sports czar, what he would do. If there was a sports czar, if I was a sports czar, I would uh, regulate the entire Hall of Fame voting process across every sport. Mm-hmm. I would make it just more, I, I would regularize it all because yeah. it feels ridiculous parts of the Baseball Hall of Fame voting process. And we were talking about this before we started, but for the NBA, the sport I cover, there's this committee, this secret committee of Hall of Fame voters. Nobody knows who they are. Nobody knows if they're ex-players, coaches, executives. Nobody knows who these people are, but they get together secretly and That's pick crazy. <laughs> the Hall of Famers every year for the NBA. So if I was the world sports czar, I would make every Hall of Fame voting process open and public in the same. The baseball one, there seems like there's some faults with it as well. There do It does seem like there are some faults. Um I mean, uh, I, I just, I actually didn't realize also that like the NBA Hall of Fame was like such a secret oh, society. Oh, it's crazy. I, you know, I, I didn't it's realize that before we had It's 25 people and we don't even know who these 25 people are. It's giving Illuminati. Uh, so baseball voting, not like that. It's writers. And once you've uh, been a member of the BBWAA for long enough, then you're one of the voters and you're, you can make your ballot public if you want to. You don't have to. Apparently, a few years ago, writers actually voted like, yeah, screw it. Make them all public. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Hall of Fame said no to that. Uh, So writers still have the option to uh, keep their vote private, make them public. And uh, that is what makes it interesting. I kind of I mean, I actually love that we know exactly who is voting and we can know who votes for whom. Because, I mean, there are some guys where um, there was one voter who 
first of all, had dropped Todd Helton from his ballot from one year to the next. Uh, there was see, this- I gotta cut you off. That makes zero sense. It, how it doesn't? How can you decide one year that Todd Helton is worthy mm-hmm. of the Hall of Fame? It's not like he's still playing. It's not like he put up bad numbers last year. <laughs> if know. anything, he put up good numbers. He donated a ton of money to charity here in Colorado last year. He is he's a good human being. And yeah. uh, it's weird that people dropped him. Um, uh, the argument that we saw online from a lot of these voters who were public about why they dropped him were like, oh, well, we, you know what? We do need to keep the Hall of Fame exclusive. And, you know, that is fair. Keep it exclusive so it stays good. But at the same time, like, if you're not going to to explain why your decision changed on this one guy, then it feels like a power trip to me sometimes. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, the process works in some ways. The process is frustrating in other ways, basically. Yeah. And especially for a guy like Helton who doesn't have the like steroid HGH allegations hanging over his head. He played the game the right way. He put up crazy numbers. He's got the longevity. Now, I'm just looking at this from a baseball outsider point of view. It seems like the main reason why people did not want to vote for him or might have left him off their ballot had something to do with him playing at Coors Field. Yeah, big. Do you you think that's the main reason why it took him a year or two to get in? Yeah, so this was his sixth year. So it took him six six years. years. So he wasn't like at the cusp where he was like, this was make or break. So that comforts me in that he, it only took him six years rather than like the full 10 or maybe not at all. But Coors Field, the writers who were really public about why they didn't vote for Helton brought up the Coors Field effect. One went as far to say as, you know, he played at Coors, and not to hold Coors against him, but like those numbers should have been better if he was playing at Coors. I'm like, okay, that's literally holding Coors against him. Do you hear yourself? You're supposed to be a writer. You're supposed to be good with words. Can you do better words? Yeah. Can we get some better words about this? So that's the frustrating part is that it really feels like guys just look at the surface. They are just looking at like the bare numbers. They are just going by the narrative that we've heard about Coors Field for the past 31 years at this point. And uh, that's frustrating because especially there, we were talking about this before baseball is all numbers. It's all stat. You have all of those numbers available for you. You can just do a little bit of research on the select guys who are on the ballot. And uh, it just seems a little lazy that guys are using course field as the, the argument against Todd Helton. Absolutely. And it's not like, It was his fault he played at Coors Field. Yeah. I mean, he did want to stay a Rocky for his whole career. But, um, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's everyone everyone who actually covers the the Rockies knows that it is harder to play 162 games when you are bouncing between Coors Field and sea level. That's a good point. It is so much harder. It is so much harder for your body to recover day in and day out while you're up here. And then you have to readjust when you go to sea level and then adjust back. And it's hard. This is the hardest place to play baseball. And uh, one day we'll figure it out. But it, 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 I think uh, the Coors Field effect really should be flipped. It should be a positive rather than a negative. I've never heard a Hall of Fame voter have that argument. That's I know, because a lot of them aren't doing their homework. But <laughs> what are you going to do? If you had to kind of just sum up what Todd Helton meant to the Rockies. Mm-hmm. How would how would you put that into words? Oh, my gosh. I mean, he was he was there for so long. He had that longevity. He uh, 
was just an absolutely explosive player. He was there for so many of the big moments in Rocky's history and still holds most of the offensive records we have. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's going to be a Rockies legend for a long time. But this um, Hall of Fame election, I think, means even more than Larry Walker's. Larry Walker was the first Rocky in there. But this one's all ours. Todd Helton just belongs to the Rockies. And uh, that makes me it makes me so happy knowing that he was finally validated by a body of national writers as a Hall of Famer. I love that point because it does feel a little different than when Larry Walker went to the Hall mm -hmm. of Fame. Because Todd Helton, I when I think of the Rockies, I think of Todd Helton. Mm -hmm. It's funny. We did a like top 50 greatest Denver sports athlete list uh, last year. And I was in the room for the discussion and the debate. I still don't know how Larry Walker ended up ahead of Todd Helton on that list. I think just because he had... He maybe had the better like talent. He had like the better skill. He was just a better player. Mm -hmm. But I'll always think of Todd Helton as the best Rockies player ever. Yeah. And the longevity definitely factors into it. How he wants to stay in Denver factors into it. And I agree. Him only playing for the Rockies, like he is Mr. Rocky. He is Mr. Rocky. You know? <laughs> yes. And so it, I agree. It, it definitely feels a little different than when Larry Walker went in. Absolutely. I also feel like when we were debating that best Denver athlete list, you know, feel like there's probably a little recency bias in there because Larry Walker is a pretty recent addition to the Hall of Fame. True. You know? Yeah. And at that time, Todd Helton was not a Hall of Famer. Now he is. We can always go back and redo that list <laughs> and put Todd Helton at number one. I think Walker... <laughs> Carol, where was Walker on that list? Was he like nine or ten? I think he ended up ten. Yeah, I think he barely cracked our. Top and then 10. Helton was in the teens. Yeah, I, I'm still. Was Helton a number seventeen? <laughs> Which would have been appropriate. We I feel like he wouldn't have complained. At, yeah, we should have put him at seventeen. Um, I'm gonna hit a quick break, real mm -hmm. quick. I want to ask you about the top Todd Helton moments as a Rocky because mm. there's a couple that I've seen people throw out there, but. In my opinion, there's there's a clear number one. I, I want to get your take on that. Okay. On the other side here. I think I know exactly what you're going to ask, but yeah, do, okay. your, do your thing, Harrison. All right. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, the NBA season is in full swing. And when I can't get enough of the action on the court, I spice things up betting on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official partner of the NBA right now. New customers can bet $5, get $200 instantly in bonus bets when you're betting on the NBA, and there's a big Nuggets game tomorrow. Nuggets 76ers, Susie. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited Philly for it. Philly is in town. Not going to tell everybody who you'll be rooting for. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to check the line on DraftKings Sportsbook here real quick. It right now is Nuggets minus three. Hmm. Interesting line. Hmm. Um, you can bet on DraftKings Sportsbook. You can download the app, sign up with code DNVR, bet five bucks on the NBA, get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code DNVR. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467 
369. In Connecticut, help is available for problems with gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after assurance. See dkng.com slash basketball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. All right, back here on the Denver Sports Podcast, Harrison Wind and Susie Hunter talking about Todd Helton. Gets into the Hall of Fame earlier this week. Ceremonies in July, I believe. Yes, ceremony. The induction ceremony in Cooperstown is July 21st. Just one of the dates to kind of keep on the back burner because that'll be really exciting. It'll be incredible. Yeah, I can't mm-hmm. wait. But it was cool how he gets the call, officially mm-hmm. gets in, and then is in Cooperstown the next day. He's flying all over. So he was at his home in Knoxville for the announcement. Mm-hmm. And, and that was such a cool video. I don't know if you guys saw it. Him getting the call and just like the raw emotion. And Todd Helton's never one to mm-hmm. be super emotional, but you could feel it in that moment. And like so Todd Helton, you could like kind of feel him like kind of holding it in because like yeah. he is so stoic and yeah. it is so hard to get those emotions out of him. But he answered the call itself like he was like confirming a doctor's appointment. He was like, yeah, great. <laughs> I know. Okay. And then it gets emotional. He's well, hugging his family. He was on the phone for so long. I'm like, how long does it, how long does it take saying? to tell him he made the Hall of Fame? <laughs> what are they saying to him? He's like, okay, great. Um, I guess really- I can make that yep (laughs) we will get to ask him this because uh of course yeah a lot of travel right now he already went to cooperstown he and the other hall of fame electees um were there and he will be at rocky's fest tomorrow wow yeah so we'll actually get to ask him those questions uh i do want to ask okay what were they saying on the other end of that phone call that took so long yeah i mean i'm guessing they're like so you're gonna come to cooperstown and do this but like can they not do that on a later call does they have to pack everything into the same phone call that whole day was so dramatic too because the announcement itself was like way more dramatic than it needed to be i felt like i was living in a movie yeah actually kale do you have the video of Susie (laughs) reacting to todd helton making um, the Hall of Fame. Can we play that really quick? You guys got to see this. And our third and final member of the class of 2024 played his entire 17 year career while wearing number 17 for the. Yeah! Yeah, I'm glad that was recorded because I blacked out. I blacked out because I was so excited. (laughs) So when they say uh, he played his entire 17, why can't they just say Todd Helton? Oh, they, oh my gosh. And Josh Rawich, listen, he built the drama this year, but um, uh, he introduced, uh, I mean, Adrian Beltre was the first one introduced. He mm-hmm. also got like a ridiculous amount of votes. Um, and then the next guy, he was like, all right, this guy played his entire career for one team and we get all excited and it's Joe Maurer. Who played his whole career for the Twins? Um, and then incredible of course, delivery by this guy. Just, oh, he was cooking. He was cooking. And uh, then finally, we get to all right. We have one last guy, and that is what you can. If you really listen to the video of what was going on in the bar, you can hear. 
uh, like you can hear like a groan, like a, you can hear everyone's like stomach drop. And uh, then they said 17. And I was like, okay, I know where this man is going. Yeah. Say the name. All right, now I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> and I lost my damn mind, as you can see yeah, from that, that video. Awesome. Well, when you think back to all the incredible moments Todd Hilton had as a Rocky, is there one that stands above the rest that I, you automatically think of. You know what? I think there's one that everyone thinks of, and that is that, that fake out at first base. <laughs> That's <laughs> one of them. <laughs> no, I think everyone thinks of that one catch that got the Rockies to their first World Series. Of and that is a moment that is going to be iconic in Rockies history and Denver history forever. Because right now, that is the kind of peak of what the Rockies have accomplished so Absolutely. far. So... It's a big deal, but it's also really cool that it's that moment is with a guy who is a forever Rockies legend. That's the moment I think of. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Ten times out of ten when he catches the ball at first base, final out against the Diamondbacks, and they clinch the World Series. That is just such a Todd Helton moment. The emotion that he rarely shows, like mm -hmm. we were just talking about on the phone call. He showed more emotion after that catch. I think he then he did in you know his entire career combined yeah. up until that point. This the all the time he spent playing for the Rockies, all the losses, maybe going to another team, just staying in Colorado the whole the whole time and building up to that moment mm -hmm. and just letting it all out. And then the interview afterward, I actually just watched that recently when uh, I forget who's doing the interview, but he's like, you guys used 12 pitchers or however many it was. <laughs> how did you win that game? And he looks at the camera and he's like, I don't know. I have no idea how we won that game. That is an incredible interview. But that's the moment for me. That's, that, that's the moment. Listen, I just love Todd Helton's style of humor where it's it's so dry, yeah, <laughs> but he's so going to keep it real. Yeah. I did see some people saying the um the home run against the Dodgers off Saito. Oh. I think it was early in the Rocktober run. Yeah. I think he had a walk-off homer. A lot of people put that up there with like Helton's greatest moments. That's a good moment right there. I think it was the context is like the Rockies had never gotten a hit off this guy. He was one of the best closers in the league at that point, and Helton hit a huge homer off him against the uh, Dodgers. Mm -hmm. uh, the hidden ball trick. That was, that was a good Love one. Love the hidden ball trick. That's the that funniest was, that's one. That's so Helton, too, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just casual, you know? And, like, I feel like you have to, like, have a certain type of personality to, like, pull that off without getting your ass kicked. You have to have <laughs> a certain type of just casualness and cool to you. Yeah. You know? He, and he was he's, he's cool enough to pull it off. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the fact that Todd Helton just played for the Rockies. Mm -hmm. How cool is that to you? It's so cool. And, then, you know, it's really cool to think about now, especially because we've seen, you know, maybe some notable players ask to get out. So the fact that he told ownership, no, 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 I want to stay here. Please don't trade me if you really don't have to. And he got to stay. Mm -hmm. So, so shout out to the Red Sox for, you know, not playing ball and giving up everything the Rockies wanted for that trade. Do you know what that trade was going to be? Oh my gosh. Hold on. Let me, we were talking about it on the Helton show. Because Troy, Troy right Rank after. had the tweet the other night about how there was a potential trade of Todd Helton to the Red Sox. Yep. And Todd Helton, he never wanted to leave the Rockies, mm -hmm. you know, but if the Rockies want to make the trade, it seems like he was going to 
let it happen. Yeah. But I it mean, just never you, happened. You don't have a ton of choice when it comes to a situation like that. So here, this is according to the athletic put out a great article about mm-hmm. this just a week ago. Uh, so the Rockies wanted from the Red Sox, Craig Hansen and Manny Del, Car- Del Carmen and uh, the Red Sox wanted to keep both. So then the Rockies were like, okay, like, how about if we get like at least one of these prospects? So they wanted John Lester, Jacoby Ellsbury, Daniel Bard was on the list of prospects that wow. they wanted. Who a guy who went through his own journey and somehow ended up with the Rockies anyway. And uh, I, uh, it's just it's crazy to like see these names and to uh, like think about a world where before the 2007 season, Todd Helton ends up with the Red Sox and like. Imagine it's the same World Series matchup and like we're playing wow. against this like guy who could have been a legend. God, and that would have been so awkward. It, you know what? This is one of the cases like we talk about all the sliding door moments in Rocky's history and like, yeah. oh, like this is where this went wrong. This is where that went wrong. That is a moment where I think things went right. Man, that's crazy. But to look it, back on. it kind of. Uh, yeah, it is crazy. It's crazy to look back on and think. Wow, this could have been a very, very different season. I don't know if the Rockies do Rocktober without him, without Prob- Todd Helton. Probably not. I don't think so. That's crazy. Yeah, crazy to think about, but we don't have to live in that hypothetical <laughs> world because that trade <laughs> fell apart. Um, uh, it was so funny. There's a great Clint Hurdle quote in there, too, that was like, yeah, like thinking about that, I wanted to throw up. I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> Him just playing his whole career for the Rockies, like that means so much. And and I'm sure it means so much to him. Um, Do you know what Todd Helton's doing right now? Like right at this moment? Just for life. For life. Is Um, he just chilling or what? He actually is. uh, He's still part of the Rockies organization. He's a special assistant to the general manager. So Ah. he actually, um, uh, I think in 2021, he actually uh, was at an isotopes game in that dugout and got thrown out of the game. Really? It was not a pitch clock violation. Uh, so it was just like, what is that? And then he got thrown out. That's I wasn't incredible. there for it. Um, so we've only just heard the stories about it, but yeah, he's still around. That's really cool. And I think uh, he might be the reason why we are drafting so many dudes from the state of Tennessee. Hmm. He's like, <laughs> like a lot of dudes. He's like, Bill Schmidt, I got this guy. I got this guy in Tennessee, and then I got this other guy, and then I got this other guy. And Yeah. Most of our draft picks this year were from the state of Tennessee or went to Tennessee. That's so funny. It's really weird. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I hope it works out. I hope it works out for us. We'll find out in a couple of years. That's so funny. Um, what do you think your emotions are going to be when he's actually making the Hall of Fame speech in Cooperstown oh, man. come July? I mean, uh, by that time, I'm sure he will. It'll have settled in for him. Uh, I'm looking forward to just hearing his thoughts, you know, far removed from like the shock of the announcement. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I don't know if I could be more emotional than I was at the bar (laughs) on Tuesday. Uh, We'll find out. I'll I'll be really excited. Hopefully uh, we get to go out there. But man, I I'll get goosebumps all over again. I know it. Who are some of your favorite kind of players from that era of the Rockies. Oh my god, this is a tough one for me honestly because like I didn't live here. Yeah. <laughs> so, um I mean, it was just it was a fun time though. It was a real fun time. Todd Helton just was the man even as a person on the East Coast. 
who was hearing it from a very different angle. Cause of course, like I was surrounded by Red Sox fans during mm-hmm. that world series. It was terrible. They're disgusting. <laughs> um, yeah, but man, like Todd Helton, still that dude. Yeah. Still that dude. All right. I'm going to hit another break. I want to ask you about what to expect from the Rockies this year though, Yeah, because they got some exciting young players, a young core that's forming. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I want to get your take on it. Mm-hmm. Guys, if you're looking for tickets for concert shows, sporting events, check out the Game Time app. They got these great last-minute ticket deals, tickets for Rockies games this year, Nuggets, Avs, whatever you need. Game Time has you covered. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code DNVR for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Uh, terms do apply, but again, create an account, redeem code DNVR for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place for last minute seats. They got these exclu- exclusive flash deals as well. Sponsor deals too for football tickets, basketball, baseball concerts, comedy shows, theater, much, much more. Uh, so download the Game Time app today. If you use code DNVR, you're going to get $20 off your first purchase. Uh, create an account, redeem code DNVR for $20 off the Game Time app. Also, shout out to Breck Brew, the official beer of DNVR. The beer of the month here at the DNVR bar. Still the Christmas ale. No, still the, it can't be. It, it actually is. <laughs> it can't yeah, be. it is. I think we're almost out of it. <laughs> uh, January 26th, it's still the Christmas ale. You can get it for six bucks for four more days. Uh, here at the DNVR bar. If you don't know where to get Breck Brew, check out their beer locator online. Just type in your zip code. Shows you exactly where to get Breckenridge Brewery, no matter where you are. Uh, Breck Brew, the official beer of DNVR. All right, back here on the Denver Sports Podcast, Harrison Wind and Susie Hunter talking Todd Helton and the Hall of Fame. He yes. gets in earlier this week. Second rocket to go in. It's going to be him and Larry Walker in there. Their busts are going to be shining in Cooperstown. <laughs> I just had <laughs> to say that word. What a beautiful way to put it, Harrison. <laughs> I just had to say it. Uh, this year's Rockies team. Yeah. What are you excited about? I am I am so excited that these young guys are going to have some room to start playing. And listen, I know people are frustrated. Like, oh, the Rockies didn't sign anyone this offseason. Um you know, they signed some pitchers, but other than that, I'm like, we got to let these guys just like have the room to, to come up to the majors. And already I think our outfield is shaping out real nice because we have some great defenders out there. Nolan Jones, who has just been great offensively and defensively. And then of course, Bretton Doyle, a rookie who walked away from the season with a gold glove. Mm-hmm. He's still working on hitting a little bit. We'll see where he's at when the season starts, but that is that itself is so exciting. Mm-hmm. So they got a nice young core. Kinda, yes, a kinda young forming. core. Don't forget about Ezekiel Tovar too. I mean, like I feel like well, I think we just he's talk the a- third member of that young core. Maybe I think he's the king of that core yeah. because he is. People, I think, don't even realize he played almost every day at Coors Field this season. And that was his full first full season. The only days he missed out there uh, were when his son was born. Mm-hmm. And he's also 22 years old, by the way. So he is so young. He's going to be here for a long time. And uh, he's going to be an amazing shortstop for us. 
So we got some nice, young, exciting players. I mean, some of them were pretty good last season. They're probably going to be a little better this year. Mm-hmm. Expectations for the team, though. Is um, this still hmm. going to be another down year? <laughs> I think it's going to be up from last year, but I don't think That's we're going to. I don't think we're going to be quite at 500 ball like Dick Monfort was telling us last year. I think we're uh, still not maybe going to quite be there, uh, but anything's possible. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think it'll. Don't get your expectations too high, people. But also, like, it, I think it'll be better. It will be better. But I think what what you want to look for as a fan Mm -hmm. if you're rooting for a bad baseball team is is there something that we're building towards and i actually based off what you said you know based off watching the rockies last year and just following some of these young guys there's actually something of substance like in the water right now Mm -hmm. that they are building with and I don't think that was like the case the last couple of years, you know, where they're throwing big money at Chris Bryant, they're throwing big money at other free agents and, and like trying to get some big names in the door. The fact that they actually seem like they're building organically and slowly in the right way that a team in the position of the Colorado Rockies has to build that's actually what I think you would want to see as a fan. You want to see some semblance of a plan. Yes. And from the outside looking in, I actually feel like I can see some semblance of a plan just when you're talking about those three guys and that kind of being the model mm-hmm. to build forward with the next couple of years. Yeah. You know, you hope that there's a plan. You hope that uh, general manager Bill Schmidt has a, has his hands on the wheel. Um, but it like also worries me that like, ownership dick monfort has yet to use the word rebuild when this is clearly a rebuild so that is what worries me i'm like well who, what is the owner of this thing think is going on that is what concerns me but uh it really does seem like we're going in a much better direction um because yeah. it seemed like you know maybe some previous gms were swerving all over the road <laughs> yeah you know yeah pitching wise what do we got this year? Oh, my gosh. Well, we got uh, some guys recovering from Tommy John. That is a big one. Um, Herman Marquez and Antonio Sensatella, who are absolute rocks of this rotation. We're not going to have them until at least after the All-Star break. But the Rockies Damn. did go out. They made a trade with Cleveland. And that worked well last year because we got Nolan Jones out of it. But this year, Cal Quantrill, we have a new starter in him. And he's coming off the worst season of his career. But... I mean, nowhere to go but up, right? No, the Rockies love a bounce back player. The Rockies we love do. taking a dude who is having a rough time being like, come on, this is a safe space. Let's just like rebuild you. Yeah. Um, uh, the Rockies also signed free agent Dakota Hudson, who has previously been in the Cardinals organization for his whole career. Um, I think he's pretty solid. I am curious to see how his stuff plays at altitude, but we were, we we're going to have some, some stuff to pay attention to. Uh, Ryan Feltner was a starter last year. And then of course he was out most of the season after that horrible, horrible skull fracture. Mm. And, uh, he, I mean, I see him, he is in Arizona. He's been in Arizona all off season. He is training. He is building himself back up to be a starter. He is so young. Uh, but he, I think he's got a real chance to dazzle uh, and also we'll need him. So he really needs to get, he really needs to get himself better. Um, so 
So yeah, that's that's what we got going on. Don't forget about Kyle Freeland. He'll still be around and Mr. Colorado. Mr. Colorado himself. Uh, yeah. He'll be at Rockies Fest too. So I'm I'm very excited. There's some exciting things to get yeah. to look forward to for sure with this team. I do feel like a lot of this year will just kind of revolve around Todd Helton, though. Mm-hmm. The ceremony. I'm sure he's gonna be at Coors Field a lot. Um they've got his retired number already, mm-hmm. but I'm sure there's just going to be a lot of celebration and stuff. Well, the next step is putting the gold ring around that retired that's number right. like Larry Walker has um, to signify he is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. So that's the next ceremony. I'm assuming they'll have that ready for August 17th is the day that they're going to celebrate Todd's induction into the Hall of Fame at Coors Field. That's fitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the only 17th uh, of any month that is a home game on a Saturday. Okay. Yeah. So they that was the only option. <laughs> They're not going to do it on a weekday. Hey, it Come on. It worked out perfectly. <laughs> it worked out. Susie, who's the next Rocky to make it into the Hall of Fame? Oh my gosh. Is I, he born yet? <laughs> is he born yet? Uh, I don't know. Like, if we're going to look at longevity, maybe, I don't know, like Charlie Machman, he'll make a ballot. Tulowitzki is on the ballot, I think, next year. Yeah, let's Did check. I, I think I might have seen that somewhere. So, yeah, Matt Holiday was also on this oh, yeah, current Matt ballot. Holiday. Matt Holiday was on the ballot. He won't be on the next one. But Tula will be on the next one. I don't think Tula's going to make it. He's too He's too injured, too broken. Yeah. They named the Bacchus and Shanker phone number after him because he's so injured at work. <laughs> I've never heard that before. <laughs> I say it all the time on my show, unfortunately. <laughs> that's so good. Um, that's another thing about Baseball Hall of Fame voting. You can only spend a certain amount of time on the ballot. Yeah. So if you don't get 5%, you will not make it to the next ballot. Wow. So, so Holiday stays... did not get over 5%. He No, he got um, 0.4%. Um, <laughs> what is that? Like one he vote? He got like two public <laughs> votes, I think. Maybe one. Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, I, I feel bad. But it's okay. You know what? He gave birth to a, he gave birth. He, he didn't give birth, but, you know, his son is a uh, future Hall of Famer, probably. Okay. Jackson Holiday is pretty exciting. Can't wait to see him debut. He has not debuted yet. Yet here I am calling him a future Hall of Famer. I need to reel it in. <laughs> <laughs> Susie, any final thoughts on Todd Helton making the Hall of Fame and everything around it? You know, um, I think uh, Rocky's fandom, I think the Rocky's organization, too, needed something like this because the Rockies are coming off a season worse than any other season they've had. They've never lost more than a hundred games, lost 103 last year. So uh, without this, um, it would be really hard to stay positive about Rockies fandom. So I think with everything we've seen go down with the Rockies in the past couple of years, we needed this and deserved it. Like, I know it's not about us, but let's make it about us. Vibes with the Rockies are good right now. Todd Helton makes the Hall of Fame. We got this nice young core, big three heading into next season. Um, I'm I'm excited to honor Todd Helton because I love the guy. He's you know Mr. Rocky for me. He's who I think of when I think of the Rockies. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited for all the events to follow. Me too. Me too. And if you're out at Fan Fest, if you're out around McGregor Square during the Nuggets Sixers game uh, at 4.17 p.m. That is when they're going to uh, celebrate Todd Helton in McGregor Square. I can't imagine it'll be a long one because it's like 40 minutes before sunset. So 
Everything has to involve a 17. If there's no 17, like, get the hell out of here. What are we doing? All right, Susie, thanks so much for giving me some time hopping on the Denver Sports Podcast this week. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Throw us a quick thumbs up. If you're viewing on YouTube, leave us a review if you're listening to this as a podcast as well. Uh, We'll be back next week with another guest. Talk to you then.